Beers and Tears would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land from which we conduct this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We recognise their continued connection to the land and waterways and sky of this beautiful place, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present, and extend that respect to all First Nations people present today, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. This episode is proudly sponsored by the beautiful studio space at Small Time Group. Supporting emerging artists to refine their products, develop a plan, and connect with peers and the industry. On a Saturday, with a brown paper bag, sipping liquor in the alleyway, trying to find a better day. Singing, oh, 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 oh. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beers and Tears. And today I'm joined with Summer Thieves, Jake from Summer Thieves. Hello, how are you today? I'm very good. Cheers for having me. No worries. Well, do you want to just begin um, for anyone who doesn't know who Summer Thieves is and are, um, just like telling everyone a little bit about the band, how you guys met and when you guys decide to kind of start making music together? Yeah, sweet. Um, So me and um, Johnny, the drummer, we've sort of been jamming together since we were like 14. I met him at high school and then we like yeah, we did some bands all the way through. So we've we've literally st- haven't stopped playing since we were, yeah, fourteen years old. So a long time. And then when I went to uni, I started the Summer Thieves project, just as part of my degree. And then we just slowly built the built the team up around like people we went to school with. So it's like um, all boys from Dunedin, Otipoti, bottom of the South Island, New Zealand. And yeah, we just um, love making music and. Boys. Beautiful. <laughs> and you've got a new track out, Funny How the Mind Works. Um, yeah. yeah, it's your first track of the year. Do you want to tell me a little bit about it? It is Funny How the Mind Works. What was the kind of inspiration behind the track? Uh, so, like, we were, uh, so we were, so we're doing another, so we've got another album that's about to come out. It's getting pressed on vinyl now. And we were actually, so we'd finished the record and we are just doing some final little guitar tracks and then um, overdub, sorry, and then boys were playing and I just had a little idea for that song, which was meant to be finished the album. And then I was like, oh, and I just cut the session and I was like, can we just lay this down? And then we just, yeah, we just all fed off it. And it was just a simple idea, but it's lyrically, it's kind of like playing on the whole mental health, you know, everyone goes through their battles, but then making it a fun not making it a sad thing at all, making it a fun head bopper. And then we just sort of tried to make it like a hip hop beat. Just just literally just it was just a couple hour session and then um it was just yeah, just just had something in it. It was contagious. Cool. Was it the last track that was added? Yeah. Definitely last track, like last minute. Right. How did, how did everyone feel about the last minute ad? <laughs> Yeah, everyone, all like, everyone was, as soon as they heard it, they were like, yeah, nah, cool. We get it. But when I messaged yeah. the thing saying, We've got a, can we add another song? Because we actually struggled to fit the album on the vinyl, you know, without it. So we had side A, side B. Mm-hmm. We've got no no extra extra room. So we had to do a couple of little chops just of like intro and outro to make the all fit on the, because otherwise we're going to have to do an extra side just for like, yeah. Two minutes of audio. So other than that, everyone was with it, but for that reason, they're like, come on, bro. Yeah, sweet. And do you 
when you're listening to a record because my preference, I really don't like when I get records and there's like two records and it's like one album and you have to like, there's like four sides. That's yeah, well, that's personal preference. What is that? Why you were like, okay, we got to cut this whole thing down so that there's only an A and a B. I think it was um, also for the fact that it was like going to cost us heaps more money to add another site. Yeah, that's probably the major part of it. Fair enough. How much is it going to cost to do that? Yeah, I was like, no, nah, we'll just we'll make it fit. We'll make it fit. Yeah, totally. And when you're like creating an album, how? Yeah, do you like, is there like a specific world that this new album is kind of like fitting into? What can people expect? Yeah, so this 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 record, um, I guess like we don't really follow like like so much like a sound theme, but like it's more like a lyrical thing that sort of ties up the records. Like there's a lot of, a couple lyrics that you'll notice that flow through the album on a few different tracks, like just like a very short lyric and then, we kind of like we kind of just get like a vibe on that, and yeah, because all the boys have their own flavors. So like, you know, I'll come up with the melody and chords or whatever, and then as soon as we bring it to the studio, it's kind of like go wherever. But the lyrics kind of tied in, and then with the we haven't announced the album name, but once once you hear it, you'll you'll notice that fl- that flowing through the record. Yes, yeah, so that, that kind of yeah. I don't really um. There's definitely a vibe, but there's no like there's no like strict regime we follow or anything it's just like that fits or that doesn't there's definitely songs that don't fit and they get cut yeah but they might put aside for the next record you know cool and how would you compare this new record to your last record is there anything that you guys did differently on this new one yeah so this one like definitely this is our first record where we we self-produced the whole album so we didn't we had one mate that came in with us did a bit of work at our house and stuff like that and then for the most part maybe like seven or eight tracks on this album we just produced it at home did it all ourselves and then we went we sent it to a few of our mixing engineers we use um Vicky Tane um legend from New Zealand does like Salmonella dub a lot a lot of awesome stuff done like 660s done it's actually done a lot of work with us producing on our earlier stuff as well and then Matt Sadgrove from Sons of Zion he's an amazing amazing engineer and producer and the cool thing is with that, we don't have to even go in there. We just do it at home and then we'll just send in the stuff and it's already it's already on its way mix-wise. They're just basically enhancing what we've done because mm. we kind of get it to a level where we can and we're like, okay, it's sick. Now just make it fucking sick. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty. it's been cool. We've had a lot more freedom and a lot more time on it, if you know what I mean. Like there's, there's definitely like two, there's two or three songs on this record that, we made three different versions of the song. Like we finished the version, we're like, that's sick. And then like a month later, I was like, fuck, something's not right. Let's redo it, bring a whole new version, different, almost a whole different genre. You know, like we did that with multiple songs, which is we've never done that because we've been pressured with um studio time and costs, you know. So we'd be like, Oh, that's good enough, you know. We we don't have fun, we don't have money to go spend another two grand at the studio to just try and try something else. So been pretty rewarding doing it ourselves so pretty yeah. pretty excited about getting this one out cool. and it's more energy it's more energy this one the last record was a lot of ballads mm. this one's actually yeah a lot more energy and um i actually had a thing yesterday i was i was uh, doing a performance and i was sort of because the band's not here in sydney at the moment they get here in like an hour 
So I was like doing, trying to like rework them acoustic. And I was like, shit, these, this album's so much harder to play on the acoustic guitar, you know, because it's like also thing. Um, it sort of relies a lot on the guitar hooks and stuff like that. So that's one thing you can expect some sick, sick guitar lines and yeah, a bit of energy. Yeah, sweet. How did you find self-producing this record? Did you prefer having that kind of sense of control over what was going on in comparison to working with other producers? Yeah, totally. And like you, so like previously, I've kind of spent a lot of time myself, like with the producer and the mixing engineer. Like I'll be there for the whole mixing process, even though I'm not on the tools, I'll be there for the whole entire time whereas this record our key our keyboard player who's who's a re- he's really good at engineering and production he um he stepped up moved 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 in with us and sort of spent the whole year in auckland and he's just been my been my man who's just there every day and he's just we might work for four or five hours and then he's like a night owl and then he'll message me at like three or four in the morning he would be like oh, i've got a new mix and he'll send yeah. it through <laughs> And then I'll go around the next day at like one or two PM and wake him up. And be like, "Hey, bro, should we do some more work?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, hold on." So yeah, he's he's been the man. Shout out to Dylan. Cool. And I guess Summer Themes brings a variety of elements um, in your music. You've got like reggae. You've kind of got some like hip hop beats going on in the least recent track. You've kind of got folk pop going on sometimes and a bit of rock um and obviously you've got a lot of emphasis on your lyrics um what have the main influences been i guess in this new stuff you mentioned that it was like a lot more energetic than the last record um i don't i don't know if there's like anything that's like been like what's um like influenced or inspired i think it's just we're just growing you know if i mean you know what i mean like and as i say like we've this lineup that we we now have is kind of built over the last, you know, four years. We've got our lead guitarist Johnny, we've got our guitar player Dylan, and then we've got the core three piece, which which it all started from. And like Johnny, especially because he is um he's an exceptional guitar player, and like the last record, he kind of kind of came in like a, you know, not like fully on it, like he was in the band, but like you can tell now, it's like. He's really found found his sound and like it's just it's really working. Same with live, you'll notice if you watch us live, you, you he's like loves Jimi Hendrix. So like it, you hear it a lot more live than you do in the record because obviously you know you can't just like wank on the guitar in the record. But when you see him live, you're like, damn, we can play. Yeah, sweet. And well, I guess if you can only fit one album into your life for the rest of your life what would it be what's your favorite album it, it sounds um i always i always answer the same question because i love this album but the one album that like really inspired me as a kid was um the um sublime i know it's, it's the greatest hits because that's just <laughs> how I was a little kid and my brother had this record and it's just it's got all the bangers plus plus a few b-sides but yeah that 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 record just really sang to me and i was I was really drawn to the, the just the like rawness of Bradley and stuff like that and like sort of the the flaws in it, like, but it's still being magic, if you know what I mean. Whereas sometimes we get too focused on something trying to make it perfect. Whereas whereas the imperfection is kind of what makes it. Yeah, totally. It's something one thing that I kind of learned over the you know, like do a vocal tag and it's like 
someone there's a couple of things wrong in it but that's what's kind of beautiful about it if you know what i mean for sure i think there's too much people trying to like make everything perfectly in tune these days you know like oh this needs auto-tune it's like mm, i don't know if it does but each to their own but yeah i think the, the rawness the beauty of it cool and what are you listening to at the moment uh, just purely my own music, you know. Yeah. Got, uh, <laughs> demos on demos. Yeah, we're, uh, we, we, we're like halfway through the next record now, so been um just listening, listening and listening to, yeah, new mixes of our stuff that we're doing. So we've got we're about five or six songs into the next record, which will come out next year now. Jesus. Yeah, but after this tour, we'll go go back in the studio, back home for a couple of weeks, try and nail a few more out, and then... We're pretty much we're pretty much like almost there so that means we can just chip away for a few more months and then have the record ready again and then get back to back, back to mahi work. Yeah. so how do you kind of like keep the songs that you're playing on tour relevant like you kind of sound like you know you're going to release this album but you're also working on new stuff and it's like really easy to get really excited about the stuff that you kind of like is fresh in your mind and is like newly being made how do you guys keep the passion and I guess the relevance of playing the older records. Yeah. So we still do like, still like, so every time we do a, a tour or a show or whatever, we'll still go back to, go back to the drawing board and also be like, what, what's something we could like change up to just like enhance it a bit. Like even songs that we've been playing for five years, you know, like we did a change up from last week at Perth, you know, it was like, Oh, actually I was like, what about this little bit here? So we're always just trying to, tweak it whether it's just a stop a little change a little extension mm -hmm. constantly trying to make it better because you know it can always get better but yeah that and then when we're practicing we'll always we'll rehearse the set and then we'll always i'll always just go and start playing one of the new ones and then we'll spend 20 minutes just jamming it and then everyone gets but like refreshed got the energy and then it's like all right now go back to that song we've been playing for six years let's go yeah, so yeah, we cool. just, I mean, can't, that's why it is really good to keep writing and bring in a new flavors because it's I get so bored of playing the same stuff like totally. that crack. But when you're on stage, it's different because you're watching the people sing it. So that's when it's like you're like, that's why we're playing that song because they're singing it back to us, even though we want to play this new stuff that's not out. It's dope, but they're not going to sing it back to us because they're not yeah. going to know it. For so sure. that's why. That, yeah, so it's good to just look for, look forward to look forward to the songs that you've made because you sort of can know that, man, when that one's out, that's gonna let it go off live. So good to have stuff to look forward to. Cool. We would like to take a moment to thank our sponsors at Bodrigi Brewing. Stingray's new XBA comes out swinging as a full flavor four percent of froth. The newest addition to Stingray's finest beer range. It's bloody tremendous stuff. Tropical, hoppy, pulling, no punches. Brewed in Abbotsford by Bodrigi Brewing Co. Proud Beers and Tears sponsors. And going back to your latest record, Paradise Down the Road, um, it's been out for a few years now. Um, yeah, tell me a little bit about this record. Um, so, yeah, Paradise Paradise Down the Road, that actually came during um, COVID. So that, that was, yeah, so during the COVID first lockdown, I wrote the first song potions off that record and then that's when we're kind of you know everyone was in you know bad spirits you know it's like what's going to happen you know like the world's ending real like emo vibes and then yeah we just brought 
I lived with Johnny the drummer, so we kind of just just made the most of it and smashed out a good chunk of that record. And then once we got out of lockdown, we did a session with LAB and did that Saturday night song. We had like a, it was like a probably the biggest songwriting session I had. We had like the whole Summer Thieves. We had Tiki Tane, a couple of the LAB crew. So it was like a giant room of really talented dudes. And uh, yeah, but it's sick anyway. I don't know. That's all I got to say. No. But <laughs> cool. I'm more excited for the new album. The new album is going to go off. Sweet. And yeah, speaking of LAB, you're going to be on tour with them. Um, yeah. How did you guys all meet? Where did that whole collaboration come about? Yeah. So with LAB, they like a couple of the like main core are from the band called Quarter. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of the, one of the New Zealand great great bands. Like one of the bands that I was super inspired by as a kid. Them and Catcher Fire. <clears throat> um, so I've known them without knowing them my whole my whole my whole life basically, and then slowly as we've eased our way into the industry we've become good friends with them and done lots of shows with them Cora and then even when LAB started I was on tour with them just with my acoustic guitar and they were playing they didn't even have I mean they just released album one wow playing 300 capacity venues all around the country they're all selling out and then man I think I think like one or two years later they were selling out like Spark Arena or something like that like Gone from like three hundred, and then in two years they're doing like five thousand. Yeah, capacity <laughs> in New Zealand, like really fast little boost. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool to be around that since the start, and then didn't play with them for many years, and then now back on the road with them doing doing some pretty dope shows. Perth last week, and then we play Sydney Autumn tonight. Cool. When was the last time you were in Australia? We did. We toured with LAB there. I think it was like August last year kind of thing. Yeah. So we did our own tour. We did like a bunch of our own shows and then a bunch with LAB. But whereas this one, we're just doing the, just doing the LAB shows to kind of focus on. Last one was a little bit little bit hectic. We like playing three or four nights in a row and then like one night off. Whereas this one, just put all the energy into these big shows. Awesome. Sounds good. And what can people expect from these shows? Oh my god, so much goodness! Now nah, it's definitely high energy. The, the high, like the cool thing is with this though, we've got Messiah opening up, then you got Summer Thieves and LAB, and I feel like we we stand out. We we stand out pretty hard out. We're we're pretty um pretty energetic in that pack. So yeah, just just a whole lot of fun, a lot of bangers. We've got a pretty special cover for for tonight for this tour. Awesome. A little bit of a remix thing, um. But yeah, just fucking epic shit, epic stuff. That's what you can expect. Cool. Sounds good. You've hyped it up well. <laughs> oh. And, well, one of my final questions is what has been, in your years of playing live shows, what has been one of your favourite moments playing a show and also a horror story? It's all gone a bit to shit. Um, oh, there's definitely – we'll start with the horror story one. So I remember we were playing as a three-piece and we're at, I don't know if you heard of a band called Drax Project. No. They're a New Zealand band. They're, they're, they're killing it. They're like quite big in America and stuff like that. And then this was way back at the beginning. They're from Wellington. We're from Dunedin. So they came to Dunedin. They opened for us. We went to Wellington, opened for them, and then fucking everything just fell to pieces at the Wellington show. Like 
where a three piece my amp just was like bloody making all these crazy noises and we we're so amateur we didn't know how to deal with anything so yeah it was just literally the shit, of shit. i ended up putting a guitar down it was just the drums and bass and i was just bloody rapping and doing fucking <laughs> and I, was like, I was like that was definitely not sick that was fucking stressful that was probably the most nightmare show um what's a good one been heaps been heaps of awesome memories um this this summer was pretty dope we did a uh, rhythm and vines which we've played before and like that was like one of those that's like the iconic festival that i kind of remember going to before doing some of these being like man fuck, i'm gonna get on that stage one day you know get on the main stage and then yeah we had uh we had our moment we played before spacey jane and we um we smashed it out. we brought a huge crowd so we just had like people coming down off the hills it was like pretty pretty special one and the time as well just before dark so it was kind of just one of those moments it was cool to have all the boys there and sort of just look around give each other a wee smile but then just still dialed in we don't really talk you know we don't really like we don't really like ah, we sort of like it's just kind of like we you know you know it's kind of a special one yeah you give each other the look yeah it's kind of like, shit yeah <laughs> and my final question is if you could recommend five of your songs to someone who's never heard some of these before, what would they be? Yeah. Um, okay, we'll go Funny How the Mind Works. Love is Lost is kind of a staple one for us. That was our first first track we did. Um, Coast Roads, I feel, has kind of got that staple old, old sound. Uh, um, Ocean Baby, another one that we really like playing. Um, and then there's a nice ballad to listen to, uh, Three Brothers, that's a really heartfelt song of Paradise Down the Road. Pretty deep one, but yeah, I recommend those ones. Go check it out. You've got a bit of everything. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, cheers for having me. Had fun. <laughs> <laughs>